Hey everybody, it's Terrell Cummings and this is Season 2, Episode 10 of the Always Relevant Podcast. And today, Dane and I, we're going to discuss a few things that went down uh, in our absence. Sorry we missed out on last week, but we're going to try to catch up this week as well. So, uh, we appreciate you hanging with us. Um, We're going to talk about Dane's trip to the Browns-Cardinals game in Cleveland. Um, We're going to have a quick bonus segment and mix up with Lee as far as some... um, drinks for Halloween around the fall time. Uh, also, we'll be given our annual Halloween villain bracket, uh, discussing college football, discussing the NFL, specifically the Bengals and the Browns, who day, and um, Dane's going to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. for Get Real, and I'll be talking about Ken Griffey Jr. for Mess With Your Money. So, like I said, we're trying to make up for missing last week. We appreciate you sticking with us, and we look forward to this episode. Hope you do, too. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, we are back. Dane and I are here on our and I wish I could talk. We're live, so we're going to keep moving. Always here on Season 2, Episode 10 of Always Relevant. Dane, after me stumbling through the intro, dude, what's been going on? We missed last week. That's why I'm out of practice. Tell me out. What's going on, dude? Oh, man, I was busy last week. You know, I was back in the land. We'll talk about that for the Cardinals game. Ruined my trip. The Browns ruined my trip, but we'll get into that. And then, uh, you know, I had to make a trip to Arizona. I've been all over. So sorry for missing last week. We're going to make it up in a Halloween edition this week. That's right. Hopefully I can stutter a little bit less throughout the rest of this episode, but no promises. We'll see what's good, though. So as we kick this off, how are you? How are you really? I'll start it off. I am all right overall. How about really? Nah. Low tired, busy. I got a lot of stuff going on with school, making life difficult. So once I get through this in these next few weeks, I'll be good. But until then, just head down, try to knock stuff out and get it done. I'm just trying to make it. So until then, I'm good. So, Dane, how are you? How are you really? I'm good, man. The Cavs actually won a game, so they're one and two. I got the <laughs> under on 26.5 games uh, with the Caesar Sportsbook. But but I, I, I want them to go over. I don't care about the money. I want them to win games. <laughs> But there ain't no way in hell they're getting over 26. But good, good win against the Hawks. So I'm excited. Blue Jackets are three and two. Patrick Lene, two overtime winners, even though the two losses were ugly. I don't care. Blue Jackets hockey's back. I'm good. How am I really? Well, really, it all comes down to the Browns. Nothing else matters, right? Nothing <laughs> else matters. So I am not good. I am not good. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh hey. I'm going to bring back to me. I said I'm doing all right. I said I have a lot of work going on. But you know what? Overall, I am good because Michigan's still undefeated at this weekend. The Bengals, we'll talk about that in a little bit, got the big win over the, over the Ravens. Guess who's sitting on top of AFC North? Who day? We'll talk about it in a little bit. Dane's excited for it. Dane's coming over to the good side. He's going to drop the brownies and everything like that. No more dog faces and no more little elfies or any you know, brownies that are out there. Come on over. Who day nature will appreciate you. Welcome with open arms. Come on and kick it. Well, you know how bad it is. I got my Cavs stuff on. That's how unhappy I am. I don't care about that win against sorry Denver on Thursday. We'll talk Browns in a minute. But right. we promised you Halloween. We promised you some Halloween. So what are we doing? We're doing some drinks to start? Well, first, before we even get into that, we're going to talk about you and the Browns game you went to. Oh, man. So what a horror story to begin Halloween. It was perfect for <laughs> For it. So I get to the stadium all excited. I don't get back to the land that much. It's tough. But I got to hang out with my buddies the night before. We had a good time. So it was good to be back in town. So we go up to the game and park in the media lot. You know, we got the hook up there. And uh, we're right there in the perfect spot, you know, for some tailgating. Unfortunately, it ain't the main tailgate area. It's not like being in the media lot. So I have the videos. And I'm old, so I like to be close to the building to walk in and be able to get in there the last second because they're charging like $15 a beer, which is insane. That's a horror story in itself. So but, true. So true. But, oh, man, it was good. Uh, the wind is that Cleveland wind. You know what I always say? I'm like, yeah, I would love to go back to land, move back to land. Cleveland, I love you, but every time I show up, I'm never coming back. It only takes me an hour being out of the car. Hey. On the Lake, shores Erie. Of Lake Erie. Lake Erie is the truth, man. I That's remember right. that from when we went before. The night game in Cleveland on Lake Erie tailgating, that was cold, man. That was cold. We were actually at the last Thursday night game the Browns played the Broncos. Brady Quinn starting. That was a horror story. But uh, yeah, That's why he's on Fox now. But I'll tell you what, man. 
there ain't nothing like being in a game, Cleveland Browns game. Fans were great. I didn't see any fights. Maybe that's because I was away from all the action. But I haven't, I've been scanning TMZ lately, and I think we actually want two games without getting in a major fight. So that's great news. Great evolution. That's right? good. Evolving. And uh, <laughs> but the stadium was great, right? The fans were great. They were hyped. And then Kyler Murray just killed it. Uh, I was pissed off. I drove that far. <laughs> to come out to a game. I mean, still, it was fun to visit with everybody and everything, but the fans were wild. Like, I have a recording I'll have to send to you on third down, just how crazy it was in there. Hyped, everybody's ready, and then Kyler Murray just kills you, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a great time, man. There's nothing like being in a Browns game. The fans are fantastic. The energy's great until they decide not to play. And uh, But the game was garbage. It was garbage. We'll talk about that in a little bit, so I won't get too much into it. But, man, I'll tell you what, if you can get to a Browns game, it's hype. You've went to be with one before. Remember that crowd, how crazy they were on Brady? It Clark was crazy. I'll give you that. It, it, it was out of control where we went. So it was a good time. Yeah, man, there ain't nothing like it. Ohio's football. Browns are always going to be first in Northeast Ohio over everything else. Uh, and it shows on game day. Went out to the went out downtown, went to the dive bar afterwards, hung out, had a good time, man. I love my trip to Cleveland. I wish I could come back more often. I wish I, I wish football played in the summer. But uh, we, or at least get back there for St. Patty's Day, just one more time. Yes, we used to do. Yeah, yes, yes. So I love the land. I'm always gonna support my teams, but I, I can't move back. It's just too cold. Yeah, well, understandable, man. Understandable. So, all right. I know you're talking about Halloween a little bit. I don't know if you got a chance to do any research on any Halloween beverages. We're hoping to get a drink from Lee. We still might wait on the text to come in. But um, as of right now, I think Dame might does some little extra research on some quality Halloween beverages. What do we got, Dame? Yeah, so I've been having, you know, trying some here and everything like that. Uh, I was in Tempe, Arizona at a bar on Thursday. I think I was in Tempe. And uh, I had a cucumber sour, which was really unique from a company in Oregon. I forget. I think we're going to go with that as my drink. Have you ever had a cucumber sour? No, never have. I tried so, alcohol. Yeah. So I was, I'm going to fill in for Lee right now on the drink here. It is, it was from what brewing company? I'll have to find that out. But uh, there it is. So it was called Crush Cucumber Sour from 10 Barrel Brewing in Oregon. So, uh, I would definitely try. I don't know if you can get it around here. I've never seen it before. I was in this place uh, with a giant Sasquatch outside. It was kind of a happening place, right? right? So we went in there. We were told the food was good. The service was great my entire time in Arizona. I thank you, Arizonians, for great service all week. Uh, my bet service in Cleveland well was great, huh? I said, bet you tipped well, too. Yes. Uh, I, I was so happy with my meal and Bob Evans before I left the land to get to the Philly airport to fly all the way out to Arizona that uh, I left a good tip because I actually got my food. So maybe it's just my area that's a ridiculous mess when it comes to getting food. My service was great in the land except for the Cleveland Browns. You sucked. You ruined my weekend. But other than that, all the food service was good. So uh, that's about that. But we're gonna I'm going to go with the cucumber sour this week. It was excellent. If you find something like that, hit it up. Yeah, most definitely. I have, to, I have to look it up, see what's good, try it out if I get a chance for sure. So it sounds like a summer type thing. I know it's pumpkin beer time, but right. I, it and I was like, I had to try it. We hit it up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, we'll we'll try it out for sure. Um, all right. So wait, Halloween's coming up this coming weekend. You know, everybody's gonna be looking at going trick or treating and whatnot. At least my kids are looking forward to it. I don't know if we're getting different outfits or not. We're gonna stick with the same ones. You know, our family were dressed up as s'mores. So um, don't know if you have your Halloween outfit picked out, Dane. But like I said, I, Elena was the graham crackers. I was the Hershey chocolate. Caden and Cohen were the marshmallows, and then Copeland was the fire. So nice. we were ready to go as far as doing that. Pictures are out there; they're pretty funny. But um, yeah, I don't know if you got your Halloween costume out there yet. Yeah, I got it on right now, man. I'm LeBron. You don't know. Actually, there's too much hair here. For yeah, all you same. people, for all you people who are hitting me up wanting to know if I had hair or not, there it is. That's that's real, man. That's yeah. that ain't no content. But I got I'm, I'm LeBron for Halloween here. I got my 2007, I think this is a headband on. I got the game, one of the games back then. Uh I'm gonna have my jersey on. Uh yeah, I'm LeBron this year. I want you to come back, please. <laughs> No, that's that's good. That sounds good, man, for sure. So um, we look forward. If you get a chance to get out there for for Halloween parties or anything like that, 
You're just LeBron. We want to see pictures of it. So, um, hey, what could be scarier than seeing LeBron on the basketball court? Nothing in prime, prime over. Yeah, prime, prime LeBron. LeBron. Prime LeBron. Now he's more facilitating, but it's okay. Yeah. All right. What we got? We're going to the Halloween Halloween bracket, the villain bracket. We got something else for that. We got something else. So we're because in the spirit of Halloween, we're gonna ask. I was gonna ask you and put you on the spot. Yeah. Because I, ha- I have one that hit me here a couple of weeks ago that just scared the life out of me. But is an, what was your worst nightmare in honor of Halloween? My worst nightmare. I don't even have a worst nightmare. That's the thing. Like uh, waking up one day and not having anything. No house, no car, no nothing. That's the worst nightmare. Because I want to be able to have my own space. I'm going to get around where I want to go, when I want to go. I like having my freedom. I don't want to rely on other people. That'd be the worst thing for me. That'd be horrible, terrible. I know it's a weak excuse. It's a weak Halloween story. It's <laughs> nothing scary or terrible, but that's the truth. I don't have any kind of other uh, spooky things that are happening that I'm worried about. So, yeah, well. Yeah, I actually think that sounds like a fresh start. That doesn't sound too bad to me. Wake up, and you know, as long as it's warm, I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but no, I, I I was horrible. So I gotta set the scene for you because this happened a little bit ago. Because I was reading some Cavs propaganda, you know, right. before I fell asleep, and I think this happened. So you ever seen the movie Hostel, right? Yep. Torment. If you haven't seen it, it's gross. So I don't recommend it. If you got a squeamish heart, but there's three of them, you got to see them anyway. So I, I, I remember being in one of them chairs. I'm strapped in this chair, right? Like one of those torture chairs. And I got the thing on and they got my eyelids pulled back and I'm sitting there and there's all these people watching the movie screen, like the, like the third one when they were in Vegas and they're all right. watching you, you know, about to get tortured. And it was, it, it felt real, man. I'm like, oh my God. And there's nobody in there and I'm freaking out. And all of a sudden, from the floor, a TV starts rising from the floor in front of me, right? Keep in mind, I can't move. I'm strapped in. My eyelids are tied back. And the TV pops up. And everybody starts cheering back there because I'm about something's about to happen to me. And I'm just petrified, right? Scared to death. And then it happened. The Cavs season from last year started playing on loop. <laughs> on loop. <laughs> And I'm watching Darius Garland play no defense. And I can't move. I'm stuck. I'm trapped right in front of it, watching the games, screaming bloody murder. Make it stop. Make it stop. And so I you're, seeing, you're, seeing the, you're seeing the youth of the team. You're seeing them grow oh. together as a team. Oh. It's the Cavs' future. It's the Cavs' future. It was the craziest thing because I just started screaming. And then I woke up like I was getting hit by a chainsaw. <laughs> That's how bad it was. So that was my worst nightmare I can remember in a long time. That sounds so, worse than mine. Sounds don't worse ever mine. do that to somebody. I shouldn't even have told that story just in case some sick person out there thinks that's a good idea to do to somebody because that's just wrong. You know someone's going to do that. They're going to send us like film and video of like just Cavs for the 2020 uh, season, Cleveland Cavaliers mm. playing. You know that's how it's going to go. Oh, oh, no one should have to have to sit through that. That's so that, that's my newest nightmare. Uh, that's the one I got. But, you know, I had to throw that out there just because it, it came off me that I was like, oh, man, I can't do this. I can't. I, can't do this. I was screaming bloody murder, shaking in the chair. It was horrible. All right. You know, how they say you can't die in your dreams, supposedly. I think I was about to go before I woke up. Pretty so, close, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so. What we're going to do here is we got something special here planned for Halloween. We're going to have a bracket challenge like NCAA March Madness and determine who is the baddest villain, scariest villain in the history of Halloween movies. Now, this isn't an all-inclusive list. I'm sure we've missed somebody out there. We're going to go through it. It's bracket style. We'll go uh, contestant against contestant here. Definitely want your feedback on Rel's Facebook page here on the uh, on what you think of this. If we're totally wrong, if we're sick, whatever. Yeah, so, we forgot something. We apologize now. We're not perfect. This list was created in not a lot of time, but we think we got the important players in, in the situation. So we'll see what's good. Let's go. That's right. All right, here we go. So round Ooh, we did forget one. We forgot one. Who? Just popped it popped in my head. Who? Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll give him a bye. Okay. 
That works. Hannibal Lecter gets a bye. <laughs> Sick dude. All right. So round one, we're going to give you some classics. We got Chucky versus the Candyman. Both have had remade movies. Both are sick dudes. Both were done wrong, killed in a terrible way, and had to come back. Although one dude, unfortunately, had to come back as a doll. But true. What do you think here? Where are we going with this one? Oh man, I was always kind of a Chucky fan. You know, it's kind of demented, kind of messed up, kind of sixth humor, and I kind of I kind of liked his style a little bit. So I'm I'm gonna say Chucky. Yeah, say Chucky. I was going Chucky until the the the, the newer movies were awful, right? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't based so on the newer stupid. movies. Though. Wasn't yeah. I was based on all the old and older child's play? Now there's a Chucky show up. on Sci-Fi that I can't believe anybody would possibly watch. Dude, the Candyman <laughs> was burned alive or something like that, and had bees put on him and something. He's coming back and hooking people in New York City. You know how scary it is to go in New York City and go around hooking people. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so. We're going to have to flip a coin on this one, right? I'm cool with Candyman. Like, Candyman, cool candy that's, 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 he's a scary dude, too. I'm good on both. You know what? I'm going to get a quarter here. And if and we plus, have a tough debate, we'll flip for it. And plus, you, did you ever play Candyman as a kid, try to scare some people? Yeah. Go in the bathroom, yeah. look in the mirror, say Candyman three times. I'm not going to say it now, but, you know, if you did, <laughs> pop out. Yeah, no. Don't do it. All right. <laughs> we got to do... Celine from Underworld, oh man, and Jason Voorhees going up against each other, going up against the classic. I mean, Celine, she was a, an assassin more than anything. Yeah, she was a vampire killing lichens, but she did with precision, a lot of precision. With what she did, uh, I don't know if she was scary overall, but Jason, he just he never went, you know, he had his speed, he wasn't going any faster than that, but somehow he still caught everybody and still killed everybody. I'm going Jason. Jason's hard to beat because he's been slamming people from a crystal camp all the way in space to Manhattan and everywhere else. You just can't right. kill him. You know, slam, you know, if this was a hottest Halloween contest, yeah, obviously yeah. this would be an easy decision. But yeah, we're going definitely. with baddest Bellin. We're going Jason Voorhees. Moving on, moving yeah. on. All right, next game. We got Freddy Krueger versus Jack Skellington. Hey, I'm going Freddy Krueger, hands down. No, no one's worried about Jack Skellington. Skellington tried to steal Christmas, dude. Who, who's worse than that? I mean, he, that's true. He captured I mean, Santa Claus. All right. That, I mean, that was definitely wrong of him to do, <laughs> but I wasn't scared of him. Like, Freddie, I was traumatized as a kindergartner back in elementary school. This kid, he was over sixth grade. It was after school. It was Halloween or whatever. We're all walking out to the bus. He runs out, Freddie mask and a claw chasing me. He's laughing the whole time. This dude was big. This dude played college ball, played in the NFL. He was terrifying. So he was a monster. And I was like a six-year-old running from this guy. He's laughing. He, I'm sure he doesn't even remember it to this day. I remember it. It's ingrained in my skull. I was scared of Freddie ever since, and that's why. So my vote's for Freddie Krueger. Okay. You know what? Jake Skeleton felt bad about it at the end. He turned Santa Claus back over. Real villains never feel bad for what they do. We're going to go Freddie on this one. That's right. I agree. <laughs> All right, now for another set of sick ones that like to torture people. Leatherface versus Jigsaw. Oh, man, you put, we put these two together? Yeah, man. We can only have so many sick ones moving forward here. We got to have some of the torture type ones go against each other. I mean, if I was going to say, I mean, I'm going old school. I'm, I'm a Leatherface fan. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's coming yeah. through, doing it right, scaring everybody. Hey, I mean, Jigsaw, I mean, he was demented for sure. You know, people couldn't figure him out, but I got a little old school Leatherface. I'm going Leatherface because it's extra scary because it's supposedly based on a true story, right? right? The original right. 72, you know, that's, that actually happened, dude. That, stuff could, hey, that, that could actually happen, too. That's, the, it's, it's, you know, yeah, for sure. No, that's man, like, you don't drive out in the nowhere land of Texas, dude, especially in the 1970s. So, yeah, we're going Leatherface on the move here. Jigsaw's done. Even though he had a ton of soul movies, cancer finally got him. Leatherface still keeps popping up. We're going with him. Yep. All right. All right. This one's an interesting one. Scary Eastern Europeans from the hostile movie. It's torturing everybody. You know, they go in there and put them in jail and everything versus yep. the ghoulies, the little furry creatures from the 80s, multiple bites you in the butt and the toilet and stuff like that. They're everywhere. Where are we going there? I'm, I'm going the Eastern Europeans from hostile because I don't even remember the ghoulies. Now, I know there's the goonies, but... <laughs> 
I never heard of the Ghoulies. So you never heard of the Ghoulies? No. Oh man, look it up, Google it, everybody. You gotta watch the Ghoulies if you really sure, want to be disappointed. Are you sure you're not talking about Goonies? No, Ghoulies. Ghoulies. There's multiple. Right. There's multiple movies of the Ghoulies. I'm, right? I'm Googling this one. They're like right brought now. back the light. They're like little stuffed animal things that eat people, man. So, all right. Hostile scares the hell out of me. So, yeah, the Eastern Europeans. <laughs> Eastern Europe's a scary place. All right. Especially Slovakia. I won't even visit Slovakia after seeing the Hostile movies. Yeah. No. All right. A battle of classics. Dracula versus Frankenstein. I'm going Dracula for longevity. I'm going with Dracula too, just because Frankenstein necessarily wasn't evil. He was just angry. He's mistreated. You know, he was created. Dr. Frankenstein was a sick dude, but and you're, and you're uh, talking about like the original Dracula. But yeah, yeah the original. original Dracula yeah. was evil from day one, from Bram Stoker's original novel till now. You yeah. know, not all these super sexy vampire movies we see now. I just watched one called Night Teeth or something there night. It was terrible. I want the original Dracula, right? <laughs> So, yeah, Dracula. All right. The Mummy versus Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, Jack Nicholson, for sure. It was a, here's Johnny. Yeah. He has a look on his face in The Shining. Not messing with it, Jack Nicholson, 100%. He's still scary, man. I seen him at the Lakers game while I was watching the game. They put the camera on him, man. <laughs> just picture him with that hatchet and them sunglasses he wears on now. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, Jack Nicholson moving along. All right. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde versus Fam of the Opera, another matchup of classics. I'm saying Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Because Dr. Jekyll, you know, super smart, you know, whatever was the brains of the bunch, Mr. And, uh, Mr. Hyde, I mean, he would he would do work. <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, messing some stuff up. Yep. Plus, these movies go all the way back to the 20s, man. Family Hopper was just kind of an ugly dude. It was kind of a creeper haunt in the area, looking, looking at women, you know, when they weren't ready. So, right. you know, we're going we're gonna to move on then, Mr. Hyde, moving on. All right, the ghost face from Scream versus Pennywise. I'll say Pennywise. As a kid, seeing the clown with those teeth scared me half to death. Well, he's uh, an alien. Well, and that explains it. You yeah. Know? Either way, like, the screen personal screen was just it was just someone running around. Yeah, you Pennywise know, wins just on looks alone. Terrifying. <laughs> so, terrifying. terrifying. Yep. <laughs> All right. Michael Jackson versus Michael Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> Michael All right. Myers. Dude, that werewolf Michael Jackson turns into in thrillers some scary stuff, man. That he was. Hey, when I was a little kid. I mean, terrified. My friend, she used to like watching that thriller video all the time. Regina Russo, she used to watch it all the time. Wanted to watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch it because the video, for whatever reason, initially scared me. Don't know why. I just did. Turned that werewolf into a series. I think everybody around in our age group that's seen him turn into that werewolf dude are still terrified to this day. That's one of the best werewolves I've ever seen. It was good. It was like yellow eyes, yeah, big old hair. That was a good one. Yeah, get rid of this. uh, Oh, that vampire dawn, breaking dawn garbage. Nah, Michael Jackson werewolf. That's that. But Michael Myers is the ultimate epitome of evil. Uh, he's going to take down Michael Jackson, even as a werewolf. All right. He's going to need to come out right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. We got Gage from Pet Cemetery, the little killer baby, versus the zombie apocalypse. I mean, Gage was scary, but you got to go zombies. Got yeah, it. Go zombies. So zombies are popular, and we're sitting here thinking, like, what one zombie can we think of? And I brought maybe the dude, the trucker dude from Land of the Dead, you know, some other one. There's so many zombies out there. We're just grouping them all in one thing here. Yeah. So Gage has no chance. The little baby's gone. All right, zombies move on. And our last one, this is the one we didn't talk about. And you might not know the one since I talked to you. Patrick Bateman, American oh, Psycho. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that dude, he was crazy. Versus a newer villain, the Rubber Man, who's in all the American horror stories, raping everybody and everything. Yeah, I've never it's watched American stuff, Horror man. Story. I, I mean, I've never watched American Horror Story, so I can't build up, but I have seen American Psycho. Dude's the truth. 
Yeah. Now the rubber man's all in a latex black suit and he goes around raping everybody in all the different episodes. I don't even know what the heck's going on with this dude. It's nasty. So just because of that, we're going with Patrick Bateman, the classic with the chainsaw. Yeah. You know, and he likes his and he's good and he knows his music. So between knowing the music and the hatchet, <laughs> we're gonna move him along. Yeah, all right, now it's gonna start getting serious here. Now well, we gave you all the breakdowns, so now we're gonna go into the second round here. As we're getting serious, a couple of ones I just popped in my head, a couple of write-ins. The one lady from the movie Misery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. the sledgehammer. She's I'm going against, hey, she goes against <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. I mean, I'm going to Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal, <laughs> Hannibal. So she's right. the automatic ad. As long as she was just the write-in. So in our, in, our bonus, in our bonus segment, and Hannibal we, and Lecter we, beats out Misery. And then we, we also, because it's popping my head just now, we can't forget Carrie. Yeah, well, she's done. I'm done with her. James yeah. Con, James Con would probably disagree with you on going with Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> but yeah, that's know, probably true. Probably after true. Getting but. a sledgehammer to the ankles. Yeah, yeah. Carrie's a good one. There's so many. I mean, you could do a whole bracket on just Stephen King. So, all right, here we go. Next round, we're gonna jump right into it. Hannibal Lecter versus the Candyman. Oh. Uh, Candyman's almost like supernatural, dude. That's that's scarier. Like uh, Hannibal Lecter is just a smart cannibal. You know, he'll eat your brains while you're still alive, which is weird. Right? Yeah. I, I, to me, that's more messed up because I could, you know, someone could really do that. So yeah. like, that's why I'm up with Hannibal Lecter. But Candyman has a reason to be mad, right? There's a he right. has a reason to be mad. Hannibal Lecter is just a sick dude from the start. So I'm with you. We're going Hannibal. Hannibal beats out the Candyman. I know it's going to start getting controversial at this point. So here we go. All right. So we got that. Jason versus Freddy. Classic matchup of 80 slashers with a million sequels. Some of them are terrible. But what are we going here? This I is mean, for, for me, my vote is going to be Jason. Yeah, uh, I'm with I've, you. I've always more been more of a not a Jason fan, but I feel like Jason did it right. So. Yeah, Freddie can, can only get you when you fall asleep. Jason right. can get you when you're asleep, wherever you're at, on a boat, in a in a tower, on a spaceship. He's going to get speed. you. One yeah. speed. He's walking with like a machete. He's going to find yes. these and get you. Yeah. yeah. So who would have thought in space in 2045, whenever that movie took place, you'd still have the machete. <laughs> so. He's old school. It's all right. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Another torture torture battle here. Uh, the scary Eastern Europeans from Hostel versus Leatherface. Ooh, tough one. That is a tough one. I wouldn't want to end up in either person's house. Me either. I think I'm going I, Leatherface just because he actually wears their face after he cuts them off. Right. Yeah. That's, that's just the, that's messed up for sure. That's sick. Yeah, I'm yeah. with that. All right. We're going Leatherface there. All right. Dracula versus Jack Nicholson. <laughs> tough one. That is a tough one. I mean, I'll say Dracula just because, I mean, the real Dracula, because, I mean, not many people do much to stop him, for sure. Uh, but Jack Nicholson, I mean, he, like I said, just the look on his face, uh, yeah, he was definitely scary in that movie. Uh, but Jack Nicholson, you know, Dracula's been killed in all the movies, too. He gets a stake through the heart. But Jack Nicholson was too stupid to get out of the cold and froze the death of his own stupidity so we're gonna move dracula along from a intelligence standpoint how's that sound that works for me all right another classic versus a stephen king mr hyde versus pennywise pennywise yeah it's scary dick. scary clowns are scary things stay away i think he's pennywise is really our only alien on here because we didn't I, I was thinking about putting the alien on song but maybe we'll do a whole different one for science fiction here but this yeah. is for you know, the aliens. Uh, that that was kind of the first alien. That was kind of scary. Another ride in vote. <laughs> yeah. All right. So since we had a bonus one here uh, recently, we're gonna have a a three way battle here, like an old school MTV death match. Okay. Meyer, Michael Myers, the zombie apocalypse, or Patrick Bateman. I'm going Michael Myers. Myers is the epitome of evil. They just can't kill him. They I mean, he wants to kill his own family for crying out loud. Right. He wants, he wants to kill his own sister. Like, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. Myers. Sick dude. Patrick Bateman's a sick dude, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> and right. then the zombies, 
you know, zombies, you know, they're just zombies. They just they they just have bad zombies have bad luck. That's all. They they got caught up in the wrong situation. You know, they're just trying to survive. Yeah, I, I think if I was up against Myers, Patrick Bateman, or a group of zombies, I'll take the zombies. For sure. Because remember, right. Patrick Bateman can do what a thousand sit-ups a day or something, a thousand right. push-ups like every that. morning. Zombies yeah, I, just they're they're dragging their legs, walking slow. Just yeah. Yeah. All right, Michael Myers wins the three-way battle. All right, now we go Hannibal versus Jason. Ooh. Remember, the original Silence of the Lambs was such a good horror movie that it actually won the sweep of Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Screenplay, and Best Movie. It's only happened I, three times, four I, times. I, I'm, I'm going to go Hannibal Lecter. Oh, man, against Jason this is, where it gets, this is where I mean, that's still really contra- controversial. I know. I mean, Jason's is one track mind killer, right? But Lecter, he'd probably do it in so many different ways. He was demented about it, but he was smarter than everybody, too, to try to figure it out. Um, oh, Hannibal yeah. Lecter beats Jason. We're going to go that. We're going to go scarier. Anthony I think Hopkins. so. Because to me, to me, Jason and Michael Myers are in kind of a similar boat. And my vote there is going to be for Michael Myers. There you go. What do you do? He always does that two thing with his tongue where he's like, whatever, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Creepy <No>. stuff. <laughs> All right. They got some classics. Dracula versus Leatherface. Still, man, Leatherface. Wow. Don't, don't, don't mess with the chainsaws. I mean, as much as I like, I like Dracula, I mean, I was always a Leatherface fan. I was always a... I said Michael Myers, and you know my next what's going to be when it comes up. Man, you know, we really needed Lee on this one to be a tiebreaker. I'm feeling Dracula on this one. All right. I'm not I'm not opposed to Dracula. That's Dracula is the like epitome of evil. We're going to flip on this one. Heads or tails? Uh, tails never fails. Tails it is. Leatherface moves on in a tiebreaker. <laughs> All right. There it is. Tails. All right, now we got to go Pennywise versus Michael Myers. The alien versus the ultimate evil it seems to never die. Yeah, that's tough. This is a tough one for me. These are like my top two. Pennywise is scary. He's Pennywise, scary. Pennywise is scary. Michael Myers is just demented and is a killer. And that's hard for me. I think I'm going to go Michael Myers. I'm with you. It's, I'm going Myers. It's, it's hard for me to go against Pennywise because Pennywise to me is scary. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. We're down to the final three. So we got to okay. eliminate yep. one here. We're down to Hannibal Lecter, Leatherface, and Michael Myers as the ultimate scary, ultimate Halloween victim of all time. I know it's going to be controversial. What are we going to do here? This is controversial. Very controversial. All right, so if we had to eliminate one out of three, who are we going to cut? I'm cutting Leatherface. Me too. Okay, we agree on that. Yeah. So Leatherface is dead. We're down to Michael Myers and Hannibal Lecter. I know which way I'm kind of leaning. Uh, what do you think? I think I'm going Michael Myers. I am too. It's called Halloween, for Christ's sakes. That's the right. movie is called Halloween, <laughs> right? The epitome of evil. He's killing his family. He's killing everybody. I heard there's even a John Wick type scene in the new one where he just kills the whole town, right? right. Just, well, you know, it's just creepy, all that. You know, I'm not even, even if you don't count the Rob Zombie ones, which were kind of weird, uh, the original Halloween, the ultimate Halloween movie, Michael Myers, we have agreed, is the ultimate villain. If you don't like it, let us know why. And think about Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been dealing with it all her life. How messed up does she have to be, honestly? Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, she just keeps coming back for more. So, yeah. So there it is. There's our horror breakdown. Worst of all time is Halloween's Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yep. And here we go. I think we had a solid list. We're coming up with it pretty quick, so that's not too bad. So that's our Halloween bracket. It's our Halloween breakdown. Uh, speaking of scary stuff, let's go talk about some college football. There was some scary stuff. Uh, Everybody, you know, we got to get into our football here. Let me get to the stuff we want to get over here. So, actually, there's a lot of college I want to talk about because now we're starting to separate ourselves a little bit. Teams are starting to separate themselves a little bit. We're starting to see who's good, who's not. 
I'm going to start with an elimination game, Appalachian State. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it is their first win over a ranked team since they beat the Michigan Wolverines back in, I believe, 2007. Appalachian State upsets Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina's coach can't cry no more. Nobody can cry no more from Coastal Carolina. They're done. We don't have to talk about them anymore. Your thoughts? I was never a Coastal Carolina fan anyway. That's fine. You <laughs> had to bring up Appalachian State. That's always going to be a sore spot. They're D1 now. They're moving up the ranks. We'll see how long until it takes them to make the playoffs. Maybe the first group of five. Well, maybe second group of five team to make the playoffs down the road. We'll see. All right. Yep. I'm going to bring this game up briefly because it's very important to Cincinnati. SMU yep. blasts Tulane. 55-26. Tulane's played some good teams close. SMU's ranked 21. That's lining up to be the big game for Cincinnati. They need SMU to keep winning. Win big, uh, too. Yeah, need them to win big. So let's get into Cincinnati real quick. The Bearcats beat Navy 27-20. to Navy is now 1-6. Rough first half. Navy, I believe, was actually winning while I was watching the first quarter there for a little bit. Uh, Riddler only had 176 yards and two touchdowns. I think he needed some more stats if he really wanted to be a Heisman contender. Uh, yeah, I didn't think he was a Heisman contender. Uh, I was worried about Navy. I'll tell you, I sent in text for the, the game. I was worried about Navy because the triple option, that's kind of the equalizer for the service academies against all these schools that have all these D1 athletes that are out there and everything. You know, it's just different. It's different from the zone read, different from the spreads you see nowadays. And defense nowadays aren't built to stop a triple, you know, triple option. They're all smaller and faster, and you know, triple option. They're just going to beat you up. Three yards clouded us, and they're coming. And I think the committee realizes that because uh, Cincinnati was not punished for the close game. They stayed at number two. Ford had 15 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I will say somebody else did get punished for a poor performance. So the fact that. One team got punished for a poor, poor performance, and Cincinnati did not, and they kept them at number two over Alabama. Leads me to believe the committee has more respect for Cincinnati than I originally imagined. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was I was definitely surprised. I thought for sure that Cincinnati was going to at least be number three, maybe even be number four after barely beating Navy. But they stayed in the same spot, and I'm surprised. I'm glad they did. I'm, I'm happy about it, but I'm just surprised. Yep, so let's get to this game because it was on the same time I was watching both these games because they were close and I didn't know why. Uh, Oklahoma beats Kansas 35-23. Kansas was actually winning by quite a bit at one point. Uh, <laughs> they punished Oklahoma, which they rightfully should. They shouldn't even be in the top four, but they are undefeated. Uh, and uh, they found a way to win, but it was pathetic. I can't believe they haven't lost yet. That's the thing. Like, they've been in so many close games where they're losing like a halftime. Like, they should have lost at least two games so far this year. And the they other lost to the Texas. They, for yeah. some reason, they can't get ready to play at the start of the game, right? So, yeah. I can't believe – you know what? When they do lose, it's going to be like by 30. I yeah. think they're going to get smoked by somebody, and I can't wait to talk about it when it happens. Maybe it'll be um, State or something. I'm bringing up this one because Saban won on his propaganda campaign again. <laughs> Uh, Alabama beats Tennessee 52-24. The interview at the end of the game, well, Saban was like, oh, I'm just happy to beat Tennessee like it was some big accomplishment or something like Tennessee's been relevant the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, Young had 371 yards. Yeah, Young had 371 yards and two touchdowns to keep him alive for some, some awards. Uh, what would you think? I mean, Tennessee's better than, than what they've been in the past. They're on the come up. They might be better in the future. Alabama's not as good as what they have been before i think they're vulnerable um yeah i mean i'm just not as impressed with them at all i think i think that the, that the rest of college football is catching up to alabama wow okay so i tried to get paul feinbaum on again but he was cooking uh cooking dinner for saving night he was busy he couldn't get on he told me uh maybe next time uh but yeah right now he's oh. deep into making uh Saban's dinner so we'll try to get paul feinbaum on here to talk one <laughs> of these days uh what we got I got to bring this up because it's absolutely pathetic, and I love it because I live in uh, way East Pennsylvania. But Illinois beats Penn State twenty to eighteen in a pathetic performance at 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 Penn State. Who would have thought they needed a whiteout to beat Illinois nine overtimes? It's over for Penn State. I was wrong. They suck. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, done. Like, I was I was I was thinking that before. Whenever they play Wisconsin, I'm like, I think Penn State might be kind of soft. You know, but I wasn't sure about it. And they played Illinois and they lost in nine overtimes. 
Illinois had a two and five record, I believe, going into that. They had 223 rushing yards on 33 carries. This game was in Penn State, right? Like, this is where they're supposed to be tough and unbeatable. Uh, I don't think any loss this year has changed my opinion more about a team than this one. Yeah, they can't lose to Illinois. I don't care who you – if you're you're Penn State, you shouldn't lose to Illinois. If you lose to Iowa or you lose Purdue, okay. You can't lose to Illinois, especially Beal in his first year. If he's been there like two or three years, I might understand that down the road. You probably get some recruits in, but right now, can't lose to Illinois. If you're a contender, if you – like they were considered a contender to possibly crack the playoff. If you're considered a contender to possibly crack the playoff and win the Big Ten, like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just – it's unexcusable. So, yeah. I love it. Penn State sucks. We are out of the – college football conversation so there you go penn state bye love it uh oklahoma state 21 iowa state 24 so oklahoma state was up to number nine they finally did what oklahoma state usually does and lose a game iowa state's better than their record suggests but oklahoma state's done so we don't have to talk about them anymore hey it's mountain union west mountain union west that's all it is (laughs) and you got yeah iowa state yeah then you got Oregon 34, UCLA 31. Chip Kelly still having a decent year. UCLA was terrible. That's a good win for Oregon. Uh, they're still shaping up that. I think they still have a chance to get in if some things shake out for them. Uh, I, think UCLA, I think UCLA is going to be next two years. I think they're going to be there. Like, I know they're talking about Chip Kelly was in the hot seat. I think he got off the hot seat this year, and I think they can make a difference. I think they can start looking like his old school Oregon teams within two years, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, uh, you can't. Get, if you're UCLA, how can you get rid of Chip Kelly after the year they're having? Is it where they want to be? No, but remember where they were. Uh, yeah, where, where have they been? That's the question. Like, come on. Yeah, Lane Kiffin gets a big win over LSU, thirty-one uh, seventeen. Ed Orgeron's out. LSU's going to pay him the remaining sixteen million on his contract. So I don't think he feels too bad about it, even though he's born right down the road from there. Uh, the bottom fell out fast. A lot. You know, a lot of people saying poor coordinator hires, uh, a lot of, uh, what they say, violations, we'll put it, happened where he didn't report them. He tried to talk somebody out in a report. Like, he had all kinds of issues, right? And you yeah. know what? This stuff comes out when you're not winning. When people are looking to get rid of you because you're not winning, all this stuff when you were 16 and 0 or whatever, the media doesn't bring it up. But if you have problems and you're not winning – it's yep. amazing how that works, how all of a sudden you have problems. He's been there six years, so you're telling me all these problems just came out now? You know what I mean? You know, it's bad stuff. Go Tigers. I'm glad they suck. But Ed Origin out at LSU. Hey, Your thoughts? I think that Ole Miss, they might be the second best team in the SEC. You know what Ole Miss and Mississippi State is? What's that? They're Indiana and Purdue. Irrelevant. No, so, they're not. They're not that. They're they're a step above that. Come on now. Oh, they could beat Indiana and Purdue, but in the <laughs> SEC, that's who they are, and they always will be that. Yeah. All right. Prove me wrong, Lane. I told you, Lane Kiffin, come to the Macron Zips, buddy. You're a mid-major superstar, man. Make you be a legend if you turn them around. All right. I probably ain't gonna get that wish, but. All right, uh, we got to go. We got to talk uh, Notre Dame won 31-16 over USC. I don't really have much to say about that. Um, South Carolina sucks. Texas A&M beat them 44-14, although Texas a and is going to start moving up if they keep yep. taking care of business. They have two losses. They're not going to get the They're in the top ten. Did they, get they got to the I'm top ten. Sure, I'm pretty sure in the top ten, yeah. Well, I thought they were still ranked down, but that's good. You know, they're, they're a two-loss team. I don't think they can crack the playoff, you know what I mean? Here's, yeah. an inter- here's an interesting situation. If Texas A&M ended up winning the West somehow or got in the West championship somehow, if Alabama loses another one or something, and they win the SEC with two losses, do you put them in over an undefeated Cincinnati team? We don't have to talk about it now, but I don't think you can, right? Uh, I, I was wrong. A&M's 14. In That's what I thought. I apologize. So, um, yeah. So, I don't think they can be put in. So, we want Texas A&M to keep winning for them Bearcats. All right. Yes, sir. Pitt, they got a pretty good quarterback. Clemson goes down. Dabo Sweeney says that uh, the offense is under evaluation. Clemson's officially – well, they've been officially irrelevant, but they're definitely irrelevant. 
The question will be after this year, we'll talk about if we think they can beat, uh, bounce back. You got any thoughts on this game? Hey, the boy DJ using all those Dr. Pepper commercials. Got to earn that <laughs> paycheck, son. Earn that paycheck. Let's get that it. money. Get that money. That's what this show's officially all about. You know, getting that money, telling everybody to go get their money. Right. All right. Uh, let's get real quick. I'm not going to go too much into this. Ohio State's back. Indiana's terrible this year. I don't know why they had a big fall up this year. Maybe they just handled the COVID situation better than other teams last year. You know, last year was a weird year. Indiana's back to Indiana football, the Indiana football we know and love. Uh, I, th- I think Indiana, I, I think we can say Indiana is going to be like, uh, I think you, can, you put them on the level of like Wake Forest teams or like Northwestern where they might be good every like four years. Speaking of oh, Wake they, Forest, their Wake Forest is undefeated. They scored 70 points on Army yeah. this week. That, yeah, so, it was it was like 70 to 56, like a basketball score. That was yeah, crazy. it's crazy, right? So, um, yeah. Uh, Stroud, 21-28, 266 yards, four touchdowns. Not a whole lot to say other than I think the Buckeyes are back. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Uh, Michigan takes care of Northwestern. I think there was concerns that the game was kind of close early. Uh, I think it's a concern. McNamara only 129 yards uh, passing, even though I know they're a running team. Uh, what, 19 carries, 119 yards for Corum. Is that how you say that? Corum? Yeah. 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 So he had two touchdowns. Any thoughts on this win? Northwestern's I mean, been getting blown out by everybody. So, yeah, first half, I think uh, they missed opportunities. Northwestern had a long run. So Michigan was kind of dominating first half, but again, first half, Northwest scored like a 75 yard touchdown. And so made it closer or whatever. Um, Michigan woke up in the second half, took advantage of turnovers, block punts, and all that stuff. Um, I still wonder about Michigan. I mean, yeah, they have two great running backs, I think. The offensive line is average at best to me, just from the high test. And throwing the ball. You know, they're still missing, you know, their best their best receiver who's out for the year torn ACL, uh, Ronnie Bell. And then at quarterback, McNamara, he's a game manager more than anything. You can see when they bring in their fresh, the true freshman, J.J. McCarthy, he's a five-star recruit. He looks like a five-star, has the size. You can see when he's throwing the ball, like how the ball comes off his hand versus McNamara. He has arm strength. He's more athletic than McNamara. He can run a zone read offense all day, and he's going to make you pay. Or you can stand in the pocket and throw it. 55, 60 yards down the field and make you pay. So, but he's a true freshman. So they're kind of getting them in there, trying to get them more experience because at some point they're going to have to sit back and throw the ball. And he's the better downfield thrower to stretch the field. So I'll look to see when that's going to happen. We'll find out against Michigan State this weekend. Yep, I agree. Big boy game. Can't wait to talk about that next week. All right. So, that's pretty much our college rundown. I know we uh, spent a lot of time on that, but I thought it was a, a, a week where teams started to separate themselves. So we started to see what was going on out there. Yep. Agreed. So let's get into a little NFL. We didn't, we're going to talk a little bit about Browns and Bengals. Right um, here. And so the Bengals. First place. Who day? Maybe on the YouTube channel, you can see me holding my shirt. Big Bengal B right there in the middle. Bengals hat, we're repping it. Things are repping it here soon. It's true. <laughs> Not quite. But <laughs> I will let us talk Bengals first, obviously, because they took care of business the last two weeks. Uh, 34-11 over the Lions. Burroughs had 271 yards, three touchdowns, mixing 18 carries, 94 yards. Lions dropped 0-6, who are now 0-7. So, but they took care of business in Detroit. That's what you're supposed to do. Then the Bengals went to Baltimore. Keep in mind, it's hard to – everybody knows it's hard to win in the NFL. They went on the road these last two weeks, got big wins, right? Big wins, not close games. You know, you could argue the Ravens game was close. If you watched it, really wasn't, right? So, Bengals 41, Ravens 17. Go over the stats real quick. Uh, Burrows, 23 of 38, 416 yards, three touchdowns, a career day for him in Baltimore. Uh, Chase was ridiculous. If you haven't seen that touchdown yet on that third down slant pass, I expect you to look it up. I'm glad uh, that he got drafted. I'm glad the Bengals drafted him and not Ben Sewell. Not mad. Yeah. Not yeah. Mad. So Chase had eight receptions, 201 yards and a touchdown. Crazy stats. Bengals had 111 rushing yards overall. Uh, Lamar Jackson, pretty pedestrian numbers for a guy who was supposed to be an MVP candidate, although I think the Bengals just killed that. He had 257 yards, one touchdown, 12 carries, 88 rush. Uh, Ravens had 115 rush overall. 
Uh, five sacks for the Bengals defense. Five sacks against Lamar Jackson. I think the biggest shock in the NFL this year isn't how bad the Browns are, isn't how bad all this other stuff, the injuries or anything. The story of the NFL this year that people aren't talking about, it's got to be the Bengals defense because no one expected this. I don't care who you are. No one thought the Bengals defense was going to get after it like this. Yeah, no, they, they, they showed up. They they spent money in the offseason, you know, on their defensive line, on their safeties, on the cornerbacks. And they've had a little few injuries, but they're, they've, they've been improving every week. And I think that's awesome to see. And like I said, they drafted Wilson, I think it was the last year, maybe two years ago. And um, he's, a, he's a difference maker. He's way better than I thought he was, being like a third, third fourth-round pick or something like that. And, uh, and he's he's just always around the ball. He's a difference maker for sure. So, you know, now Mike Brown is going to sign Jesse Bates, their safety. Quit being a tight wad. Keep, quit keeping the money in your pocket. Pay the man. You see how, the, how good they are on defense? He's one of the leaders on our defense. Pay this dude. That way he doesn't have to worry about going forward. Doesn't want to test free agency. Stay in Cincinnati where the good thing is being built. Let's keep building on it and see what can happen in the future. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I was impressed. Uh, I got to tell you, if anybody had the Bengals in first place in this division at the start of the year, let us know. Oh, yeah, a liar and said you were full of garbage because there's no way you picked the Bengals to be in first place in this division. I said they're going to be like, what, nine and eight? That was my prediction. They're going to be nine and eight or right around 500, so. And that, and right now, what is it? Uh, four, five and two, right? Or is it four yeah. and two? Five and two. Five and two. That's right. So, uh, and it's not a fluke. Like they look like a team that's getting better. Like they they barely uh, they're a field goal away from being you know six and one if their kicker doesn't screw up at home and miss some field goals against the Packers. And they lost uh, to the Bears like in a close game. And, and the Bears, yeah. Yeah, Burrow had the three three interceptions in three straight plays, which is crazy. That was early in the year, though. That just shows you how much. And you know, I'm going to give a little love to Zach Taylor because I was I was ready to fire his ass last year. Hey, uh, I stuck by him. You stuck stuck by him. him. I'll give you credit for that. I wanted to stuck by him. So, (laughs) so let's go to something on the total other end of the spectrum, right? And I went to the game in Cleveland. The wind had to have been like 100 miles an hour. It was cold. and it was miserable. You know why? Because the Browns didn't show up to play at home on a game against an undefeated team coming all the way from Arizona. And I just sat on a flight going to Arizona. That's a long ways away, right? They came into Cleveland and whooped that ass, dude. We'll just say what it is. Just did it to them. Yeah, uh, you know, Mayfield, 19 of 28, 234 yards, two touchdowns. That fumble he had was killer. You know, he's trying to make a play and – you know, you can't do that. Those turnovers got to stop. Watt falls on him, his shoulder's out. Now he's got a broken shoulder and a torn labrum. Uh, we'll be interested to see what happens moving forward. Um, I got to give the Cardinals a lot of credit. Like Murray up 229 yards, well, four touchdowns. They completed two third down and long plays for touchdowns. All right. Uh, I am on record for a long time saying, going back to last year, as a Woods, the D coordinator for the Browns, needs to be fired. He should have been fired last year. He should be fired after every game this year. Uh, unacceptable with the talent. I think it was Orlowski said on ESPN, I believe he said that it's a 6-0, a, a 6-0 talent with a 3-3 and record before that game against the Broncos. Yep. Uh, I don't think anybody could have put it better than that. It's a disappointing season. I think a lot of it's on the coaching, too. I'm not blaming the players. I'm blaming the play calling. I'm blaming the schemes. And I I am blaming one player. I'm blaming OBJ. But we'll get to that here shortly. Uh, I think it's falling apart. I think it's over for the Browns. And the scariest part is this was supposed to be the Browns' year, and the Bengals, I believe, have passed them this year. Uh, In a year without without the star power. Without the star power. Uh, yeah, Burroughs is, is well, a Burrow's star. Gonna, it's gonna, it's going to be Burrow and Chase. They're the future. Yeah. Burroughs is a star. So, uh, you know, I don't really know what to say. So, Thursday night, I'm not putting much stock in that win, right? I was sitting in a sitting in a hotel bar in Tempe, Arizona, and for some reason there was a bunch of Broncos fans in there. So, it really made me happy when the Browns ruined their night. 
But the Broncos are terrible. Bridgewater, I thought he would be a good addition there. I thought he could help Denver win. He obviously can't. You know, I don't know where all the turnovers coming from. He won in that game with like six turnovers in three games. They've lost four in a row. They're awful. They were on the road from Denver all the way in Cleveland. Uh, what 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 did my boy do here? Uh, Chase had, you know, not Chase, but uh, Keenum had 21, 33, 199 yards and a touchdown. Uh, it was a good win. I want to give some love real quick to Johnson. He had 22 carries, 146 yards, and hey, one touchdown for an undrafted guy. I scooped him for fantasy because I had Nick Chubb and he was out. I picked up Dearness Johnson. He got me like 24 points. I'm not mad. Literally has a heck of a story. At the combine, he ran a 4-8-240. And the dude just in an NFL game on national television ran for 146 yards. The dude runs hard. But I will also say this. It's a testament to how good the Browns' offensive line really is, yeah. right? They are that good that you can put a guy that runs a 4-8-40 back there and still get 146 yards. So as awesome and hard as he ran, uh, the Browns in the middle there, I know the tackle's been hurt, Jedrick Wills played and stuff like that, but, you know, Wyatt Teller, those guys in the middle, uh, they're they're the best in the league. That's that's why Stefanski needs to fire Woods and move on. So that's Dang, the Browns but, recap. I'm sad to say, I think the Browns, I think they're done. What do you think? Ugh. I, if not, they're close. I won't say they're done yet. There's a lot of season. The extra week might help them, but they really got to get on a roll. I'm not saying they can't either. They can. Um, you know, well, it's over. they play Pittsburgh next week. If they lose that, it's over. It's done. Right? Yeah. They got to beat Pittsburgh next week. If they don't beat Pittsburgh next week, it's over. I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over. Because this is the oh, first time playing Pittsburgh. It's over. I'm a Browns fan. I know this stuff. It's over. Mentally. See, that's it. Mentally, you're out of it. Over. Out of it. I'm mentally real question already is, out of it. Real question is, can you still run a 4-8-40? Me? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I can't even that's ride a, a bicycle 4-8-40. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, funny. That's There's funny. no right, way. Well, I actually well, ran better than that in my prime, but I can't even touch 4-8 now. Ain't no way. I'd, I'd be lucky yeah. to break five. Yeah, actually, I couldn't break five. I'd pull a hammy. I haven't even like kicked it into a full stretch in a long time. I'd blow something out. So that's probably true. That's probably true. All right, where we got going next? Um, World Series teams are out there. Uh, it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be Astros, Braves. We haven't talked too much about baseball. Dane picked the Yankees to win it all. I picked the Dodgers <laughs> to win it all. Obviously, Dane was wrong in the first round of playoffs. I was wrong in the ALCS. The Astros beat beat the. Or I'm sorry. The um, the Braves beat the Dodgers the other night. So. I don't know too much about it. I don't know who I'm really pulling for. I think I'm, I'm pulling for the Braves. I like Freddie Freeman. I like uh, was um, Alvis. I wish Okuna was playing. That Okuna, I'd say the Braves would definitely be winning. But um, I'm, I'm pulling for the Braves. And I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, as a Cleveland fan, I hate Atlanta because they costed me some World Series in the 90s. But uh, – uh, I would, I'll tell you what, Dusty Baker's been a manager in this league forever. Uh, what do you, I, I don't want to see Houston win because they obviously were cheating and stuff. I don't know if they still are. It's been an incredible run. The players have said a lot of good things about Dusty Baker. He's been managing forever. Uh, he hasn't been to this point since he was with Barry Bonds back in the day. I actually like to see Dusty Baker get a win. So all the naysayers who've been dogging him all these years. Uh, he, he actually came – think about this. He's coming into a team that was accused of cheating, got blown up in a lot of ways, and he's taken to the World Series unexpectedly. Uh, he was a coach for the Nationals. They won the World Series too, right? No, he was he fired wasn't? before that. Okay. I got Me personally, I liked him as a coach when he coached the Reds. Everybody, I'll get rid of Dusty, get rid of Dusty. I'm like, man, look how good of a coach he is. Look how good of a manager he is. He leaves, the Reds start going downhill. Or whatever, and he goes to every, every team he goes to. They end up getting wins. They end up getting wins. You can't deny that. He's done it throughout his whole career. Just he hasn't won the big one. That's the only thing. He hasn't won the World Series, and he's due. So I wouldn't mind seeing him get a World Series win. I think it would be awesome for him to get one. Um, but overall, as far as teams, I'm still like I said pulling for the Braves. But yeah, I would I I would not mind seeing Dusty Baker get a World Series championship. So I'll tell you what, it's crazy. He was born in 1949. He's 72 years old. Yep. So he managed the Washington Nationals in 2016-17. That was the year before they won the World Series, right? That was Bryce Harper's last year, correct? Yep. 
Yep. So, yeah. Um, he was San Francisco's manager from 93 to 2002. He was with the Cubs from three to six, which he didn't really have a first shake there. They were terrible. Then we all know about his Reds tenure. Uh, I think that was – was that the year Cueto got hurt in that first pitch? Was he the manager of that team? I don't know if that was him or not. I don't think that uh, was him. Oh, no, that wasn't him. Yeah, so the Reds had some decent teams there, right? Washington Nationals, uh, he didn't get – Dan wasn't there very long. And he now he's with the Houston Astros. Uh, he's been in the league forever. His playing career started in 68 with the – get this, with the Atlanta Braves. I did not know that. He played with the Braves from 68 to 75. Right. And he actually was a player for 20, almost 20 years. He played last year was with the Oakland Athletics in 86. He played baseball for 18 years. That means the life Duke and ball. Uh, yeah, two time silver slugger, three time NL manager of the year. See, that was uh, in 2000. He won manager of the year with the Reds. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah. so good for him. Uh, that was the Reds, right? No, that was probably oh, the no, Giants. no, with the Giants. Sorry, with the Giants. Yeah, sorry. That was a mistake. And, yeah, so he even won a gold glove in 81. So good for Dusty Baker, 72 years old. Uh, I'd actually like to see him win. I know a lot of people are going to kill me for wanting the Astros to win. Uh, but, obviously, I have no rooting interest, but I think it would be good for Dusty Baker to get one. Yep, I'm on board with that. And, Dane, we're going to have to go and bring on Get Real because I got to pick up Caden from the bus stop in four and a half minutes. Well, I'm going to make this real quick. Get real OBJ. I don't want to see no more tweets about um, I'm thanking God for what's about to happen. Well, I hope you enjoyed thanking him for that 23 yards and drops you had Thursday night against the Broncos where you single-handedly killed drives. Your third down drops or your drops during those drives putting the offense in a bad situation killed them. So I'm tired of the hype videos. I'm tired of all the videos of you doing all this stuff, working out and everything. I'm tired of – I'm just tired of OBJ overall. And as you know, I've stuck with this dude since he's been a Brown, right? How many I times have I tell you – I have not. No, you have not. You've been thumbs down on OBJ this whole time. I've been high on OBJ. Even your kid likes OBJ. Everybody likes OBJ for some reason. <laughs> Every show you watch, they all say if OBJ was on this team, if OBJ was on that team. No, stop. He ain't done nothing in five years. And maybe I got caught up in the hype a little bit. You know, he makes more money per tweet than any player in the NFL, even Tom Brady. And he hasn't done nothing in five years. Get real. OBJ. <laughs> overrated possibly the most overrated player in professional sports and that's where i'm gonna leave it no hey i'm with you with that i agree with you 100 yes my son likes him for whatever reason i can't talk him out of it i'm trying i'm trying he keeps trying to catch the ball one-handed so i keep throwing it at his feet making these two hand making these chance catch the ball either well, way money and don't buy him a beckham browns jersey because there ain't no way he's gonna be a brown next year so i'd save oh, you yeah. one no, yeah, no, he's he's already he's already gonna be getting um, Jamar Chase jersey or Joe Burrow <laughs> jersey, so it's all good. Um, with that, Matthew Money Rail don't have too much going on, but we do have my favorite baseball player of all time, Ken Griffey Jr. Part owner, getting part ownership of the Seattle Mariners. I know they're not the best organization, but they're his organization. They're great when he was there, and he's hoping to go in and get a piece of organization, and you know, probably you know, grow his, his, uh, his self wealth and hopefully turn the organization around. We'll see how it goes, but biggest, biggest bust in Reds history, but, uh, one of the great players of all time. Uh, yeah, he, he's a bust. The worst he, franchise he, of all time. He, he's a bust yet. He still hit over 600 home runs, almost had 3000 hits, almost hit a career 300 average. Me and you've been arguing this for 15 years and I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> You're not going to change my opinion. I'm not going to change your opinion on Griffey. But, yeah, congratulations getting some ownership stake. like to see that. Still, hey, we grew this. Still the prettiest swing in the history of baseball. I'll Come give on. that. Yeah. Yep. So, on that note, I'm going to go get Caden from the bus. Dane, it was great catching up. We missed last week. We hope not to miss anymore. We yep. appreciate everybody that sticks hey. with it, listening and everything. What you got? One more shout-out to my school. Your boy Watson, the Obu Bishops. Overtime win against Wabash. First win against Wabash since 1970. Keep it rolling, Bishop. Keep it rolling. Big up, big ups to the coach Watts out there. He's doing big things out there. Oh, woo. And he has the locker rooms looking professional. So 
I'm not mad. The locker room's got the Nike uniforms. They're doing work out there. Hanover's catching up. We're getting dubs, too. And uh, Papa Theo, he's doing well out there for sure. So um, until then, until the next time, actually, I'll probably will be bringing uh, Relax to take notes here soon. But until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Dane, anything else? Right there, baby. Right there. I'm repping the national. Horror story, baby. Boo day. (laughs) Boo day. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Hey, everybody, we're here for the final segment, Relax and Take Notes. And today, um, like I said, like Dan and I both said, Halloween is one of our favorite holidays to have. Um, Now, for me at least, you know, I'm taking my kids out trick-or-treating and everything. So to remind all the parents out there with all the little kids, you go through, be careful when you're going out there in the streets. If you're taking them around, make sure if you have little older kids that they're being careful around the neighborhood. Check the kids, excuse me, check the kids' candy as I get them, you just never know what's there these days. Odds are it's going to be good, but you just want to be careful. Want to be better safe than sorry. Make sure everything is good. Make sure there's nothing dangerous within uh, within their bag of candy or their um, whatever they're collecting their candy in. And hopefully everybody's having a good time. They're just as their favorite monster or character or goblin or whatever athlete, whatever it may be. And enjoy the time. Um, I know like, a lot of times Dan and I growing up, we, we enjoyed Halloween. We had a bunch of fun times together wearing different Halloween outfits and everything. And um, I'm sure you guys did too growing up. And hopefully your kids are having the same experience. So until then, uh, we had a great show today. We had fun uh, doing our Halloween bracket and talking about, um, you know, our teams in college and pro football. Um, you know, we like I said, we had fun. If you want to hit us up, you want to reach out to us, you can find us on social media at Always Relevant um, on our Facebook page. You can hit us up on Twitter, me at Franchise1122, Dane at, at DeMeo. Uh, let's see, we're going to be coming up on Instagram. You can watch our show on YouTube. Um, you know, this won't, this won't be on the YouTube channel, but everything else on the show will be. Um, like I said before, we're just having fun. We hope you are too. We hope you enjoyed it. We enjoy every minute of it. And we can't wait till next week. So until then, we'll talk to you soon. Later.